0: Because of the way the universe is created, we each of us live in two worlds at the same time. We have to live in the outer life of our own bodies and the inner life of our own souls. Hello and welcome to Living the Inner Life. I'm your host Chris Sheridan where we are going to explore dimensions of consciousness, states of awareness, levels of being... In our inner life, we do live two lives, an outside world of all the things that we do, the places we go, the people we know. And at the same time, we live this interior existence, this part of ourselves that goes on all the time, just behind the curtain of our awareness sometimes. And it is this inner life, I am a firm believer, that can do more to change things in the outer world than if you try to manipulate things in the outer world alone, okay? That's why it's called living the inner life. We're living from the inner outer. But the best way to kind of look at some things in our inner lives is through the things around us because they're easier to see, they're tangible, and they're physical in that sense. The inner life can be a little mushy, little woo-woo. It's invisible in a lot of ways, although the results and the fruits of the work that's done in the inner life is very visible very tangible and we'll see it in the outer world so happy new year this is january 3rd at the time of this taping and we are on a new year 2023 okay out with the old in with the new i'm sure you've heard that a lot lately and let's just take a look at that at what that means though out with the old in with the new A lot of times we just rush to the new part. (laughs) We want something new. We want it bright and shiny. And we want to have a new possibility, take on a new attitude, a new you for the new year. And it sounds very exciting, and it really is. But we have to look at this letting go of the old part first. Okay, that's very important. You've seen the imagery with New Year's that it's an old man with a clock and he's exiting and this new year this baby that is fresh and hasn't had a long life tarnished by ups and downs and all kinds of things it's a kind of a clear slate ready to start new and fresh again and the hope and the wonder and excitement that comes with This child mind, this childhood, uh, as the imagery suggests. And that's really great. But let's look at the old man for a minute, okay? Out with the old. You have to let go. You have to sometimes remove the old part of you in order to let a new part come in. If you're trying to change a habit, say you want to quit smoking or you want to go to the gym You want to look at what's going on inside. Are you okay with working out? Is this something you really want to do? Why do you want to do it? And if this is a new resolution, why haven't you done it before? What are the things uh, that get in your way that have made it difficult uh, in the past? Otherwise, you'd be doing it already and you wouldn't have to resolve to do it. All right, so let's look in the outer world. If you've ever painted anything, if you've painted a house or even a room in a house, a car, a guitar, a wagon, anything, what you first must do is prepare the surface for the new paint. You can't just slap new paint over something. Okay, There's this phrase, lipstick on a pig, putting lipstick on a pig, meaning that if you just gloss over and put a surface coat, a very superficial newness, to something that's already there you're not really going to change what's underneath it okay might look for a minute a little different a little prettier on the outside but it's still a pig on the inside okay so let's look at this pig part <laughs> before we get to the lipstick okay not that I'm calling you a pig or I'm not a pig either but we have to look at what we bring in to the situation before we put this new thing into our lives So getting back to painting, you have to sand, you have to clean, you have to scrape, you have to do all kinds of things, mask with the tape uh, to prepare this surface. And then you can get to the fun part where you've seen in commercials, they have the rollers and then they peel off the tape and ah, it's very satisfying and it's new and it's fresh and the room looks beautiful. But what they don't really show you is the hours of prep work that goes in to getting it ready. Same thing with a car. You have to sand and primer and do all these things, You know, maybe smooth out some rough surfaces before you can then apply. And the primer, that's actually another good metaphor. You're primed. It's ready. It's just pre-coat of paint that goes on before the real paint. And it helps the paint stick to the car or the surface, whatever you're doing. Because a lot of times when we can bring a new thing or try to develop a new behavior or take on a new action, a new endeavor, we're bringing the old thing to it and we have to make sure that it's ready, that it's prepped, okay, that it's cleaned of like your desk. You may want to clean your desk if you're starting a new work project, okay? This is a way. You can clean the slate a little bit and have this preparation. Then you're ready for it. Then this new thing can take hold. And that's what we want. Newness is exciting, newness is fresh. Uh, there's something very pure and open about it. Uh, any beginner in something is usually uh, free to make mistakes. Okay. When you're a beginner, you're not expected to know a lot. And you're not really expected to perform or be excellent at it right away because you're new. It's fresh. This is a new thing. And it's a process of discovery. You know, personally, I love this newness to things, Uh, a new book or uh, a new way of, you know, looking at something or studying uh, a new project. Uh, It's always exciting because you see the possibilities ahead of you, and you're kind of out of your old routine working on this new thing, all right? And with that comes the notion of a beginner mind. You know, like I said, you're free to make mistakes, and there's something just very childlike, like this new year baby, with trying this new thing, with bringing this new thing together, and it can be very exciting, but also you have to be careful about this newness, because As we know, with any kind of newness, it wears off after a while, and then it becomes old. You buy a new car, it has that new car smell, and a few years later, it has that old car smell, okay? New things are fresh, and every step is a new one, and oh, look at this, oh, look at that. But if you've been doing it a long time, then it gets routine, and then it's it's not so exciting. It's not so new, okay? So it's very easy to get wrapped up in the newness of things this freshness say like going to the gym where you get the gym clothes you've got the membership and you're all gung ho and there's a new machine and new people there and uh, it's it's excellent it's great it's very very exciting the temptation is to go full bore and with all guns blazing and you're taking every yoga class and you're swimming on Fridays and you're going five days a week and you can't sustain that. Okay. It can be a little overwhelming, but if you take on too much too fast, you'll face burnout. Okay. Cause you can't, like I said, sustain something like that, uh, forever. Okay. At some point it has to become routine. It has to become part of your everyday life when you take on this new thing. Okay, so just keep that in mind. And that's part of the preparation. Okay, this out with the old. We're actually preparing yourself to accept this new thing. You know, you want to be able to receive it. All right? So whether it's working out um, or painting something, prepare the old. Sometimes you have to get rid of the old or at least transform it. Get it in a condition that you can receive the new thing. All right? And same with your inner life. If you want to change a behavior, say if you're prone to anger, uh, maybe you have a chip on your shoulder and you've been bothered by things for a long time and the kids don't listen and people cut you off in traffic or whatever happens, um, you can respond or really react uh, automatically um, with anger and you can lash out at the waitress who doesn't get your order right, you know, people that really are kind of innocent are bearing the brunt of, of your years of frustration, perhaps. Uh, and then it, then you see it everywhere. You start pointing fingers. Um, you know, anything can be a source or a cause of your frustration and elicit, trigger this anger response. So if you're trying to change that, you can't just take your angry self and <laughs> say to yourself, okay, angry self, I'm going to be happy now. Um, I'm going to respond uh, in a peaceful a uh, positive kind of a way instead of a negative attacking kind of a way. You have to maybe look at what's behind your anger. Why is it that you're angry, okay? What's the underlying issue uh, that has put you in this position? And if you're trying to change a habit or bring in a new habit, also keep in mind this old one has been there a while, okay? It's got a track record. Uh, you have muscle memory, Uh, it's habitual, it's almost become automatic. Maybe it's very automatic. Maybe you're even unconscious about it. But if you're trying to change a behavior or take on a new action or do something new, somehow you've been sparked with this inspiration, okay? You've thought, well, geez, maybe I am angry all the time and I would like to not be so angry. I would like to respond and approach the world in a more happy, positive light. All right, so to do that, you can't just slap this smile (laughs) on the angry person. Okay, it'd be like a clown uh, who's angry on the inside and you just paint a smiley like the lipstick on a pig. You paint the, the smiley face on it and it's not gonna work. Okay, the anger will come through this pasted on smile. And one of the first things you can do when it comes to a habit, Since we're talking about that, a habit that's been ingrained that you want to change, you have to disrupt it. You have to break it up, just like scraping the paint uh, off the old car or the old house. Uh, You can't just leave it in the condition it's in or start out with that. Have to somehow interrupt that thought process. Catch yourself when you're getting angry and go, ah, yes, there's my anger. And I guess since we're talking about anger, I don't know why I got onto that, but, um, but what you want to do um, with anger uh, is to get behind it, find out what's underneath it, and first become aware of it. Be aware in the present moment. And try not to overly identify that I am an angry person or I am angry. Say, I have anger. I exhibit An anger response. I have this angry attitude. You could call it my anger instead of I am anger. If you are saying that you are this thing, it's going to be really hard to change it. Okay? You're you. All right? And maybe you have anger in your life. And if that's coming out in your outer world with the way you respond to people and situations, relationships... Become aware of it and say, ah, that was my anger. Mm, I'm aware of that now. You have to catch it. You have to catch it in the act. Okay. And then say, wow, did I really need to think that? Okay. I didn't get three pancakes with my order. And do I really need to make a snide remark to the waitress who's making minimum wage? I don't think so. That's not really her fault. (laughs) You know, maybe she made one little mistake. Perhaps, perhaps not, but it doesn't deserve your criticism or this anger. So if you catch yourself, recognize it in yourself first. And if you're around a person, maybe you were angry towards, you have an opportunity, if they're still there, to apologize and own it. Okay. Don't just say, well, that's not me or, well, I shouldn't have done that. Like, okay, I did that. Hmm. Was it important? Did I need to be angry? Was it justified? Did it accomplish anything, right? It's like a dog chasing cars, you know, it makes a lot of noise. Um, but you ever see a dog catch a car? Not so much, okay? So all this activity, all this chaos uh, needs to be recognized, okay? If you catch yourself doing the thing that has become a habit, a bad habit that you want to change, recognize it, call it out in yourself, but also be kind to yourself and say, wow, I did that. I was really angry at uh, this person at the gas station today because they took this the good squeegee and I was stuck with this crappy one that made my windows look even worse, or whatever it is. Okay, recognize that you did that and own it. And ask, okay, what would have been different in that situation? Could I have just waited to get the squeegee <laughs> when the other person was done? Um, maybe I could help them clean their windows and they'll be done faster. And then I can get the squeegee sooner. There may be several options, but you have to explore them. Don't just write off this anger thing. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, that's, that was bad. Recognize it and ask, just engage it. What am I thinking? Why am I angry? Is that important? Does it help? Is it helping me? Does it improve a situation? How did I get here? How can I get out of it? And then dialogue with yourself and say, in the morning, when you get up, you can say, I resolve to approach the world in a peaceful, harmonious, positive manner. Okay, try to overwrite this anger. Now, you're still going to have this habit, and you're going to go out there, and it'll leak out again (laughs) a few times, I'm sure. Uh, Again, the longer the habit, sometimes the longer, the more difficult it is to change, which is why you really want to get under the surface. You want to get to what's behind it and get out with the old. Get the situation or your mental state prepared for this new one. And that's also another thing you can tell yourself, that I am open and willing to have a new experience the next time somebody does something that might make me angry. I'm willing and open to have a new experience with myself and my attitude and I embrace this new way of looking at and approaching the things I come in contact with in the world okay so you want to receive you have to prepare and you have to receive all right so what can you do about it in your life right now well if you're coming up with something new trying to add a new thing, ask yourself, well, what is this thing and how can I prepare myself for it? Okay. What can I do to make sure that I'm just not jumping into something and trying to slap this new thing on the old thing? Sometimes it's the nature of the thing itself that's very much related to the resistance that's behind it okay? If you have maybe a, an unfortunate or negative self-image, sometimes doing things to improve your image will actually go in conflict with your negative self-image, okay? And you can try to do something, but you'll reject it. Try it like a Kidney, people get a transplant. You know, there's all kinds of things that the doctors do, uh, give you different uh, medications to help you receive this new thing that your body might otherwise want to reject or fight off, like an immune response. Okay. Even something, and especially the things that we really, really want to change or to bring into our lives, uh, can also come with them, or it's already there. Is this resistance? towards that. And then it can become defended. That part of you is, oh, no, you might not consciously think that, but it's fighting (laughs) all the way because this is the way it knows how to do things. And I need my anger. It keeps my edge. And otherwise, I'll just be too placid and I'll be a pushover. You can be assertive without being angry. And sometimes it's a fine line. Okay. So try to prepare yourself. Ask, what do I need to do? To bring in this new behavior? How can I stay motivated uh, once I'm going to the gym? And if you're actually working on something that you've done for a long time, or maybe something you haven't done in a while, but maybe used to, how can you bring that back into your life? Something you used to do that you really, wow, I used to do, you know, play tennis or something when I was young, and that was fun. And wow, look at me, I'm older now, and oh boy, I'm not really in shape, I don't have a racket, I'll probably look like an idiot out there, and it may not be fun. Try to find a way to renew it, refresh it, have a new experience with it, okay? You're not the same you that you were before, okay? So you're not going to go back and do the thing like you did way back when, okay? You have to find a new way that fits who and how and where you are right now in your life, And if you're also interested in trying to renew something, refresh something, something that's become routine, I play guitar and sometimes I can just pick it up day after day and I'll play the same riffs and licks and chords over and over again. It's great if you're practicing and you want to remember something, but you can get kind of stuck in your way. You're not really trying something new. You're just reinforcing this old thing. Now, I still want to play guitar, but if I want to play if I want to make it fresh again, if I want to be excited again about it, well, maybe a new guitar. That's always a good answer. <laughs> that's actually my answer to just about anything right now. But make it new in the sense that you're learning a new lick. You're maybe getting outside of your box, OK? If you play a certain style of music, I play rock, uh, maybe do some country picking or something. Find something that maybe you wouldn't ordinarily do. You know, and even in your everyday routines, if you drive the same route to work every day, it may be the quickest route, it may be the best, it may have a lot of things. Now and then, maybe once a week, try a different route, okay? Maybe you have to leave five or ten minutes earlier, because it takes a little bit longer than this efficient one. But it helps your brain stay new, and, you know, who knows if maybe that's behind some of these degenerative uh, disorders or, you know, mental decline, is that you're just kind of reinforcing the same thing. You have to have new things coming, just to freshen it up a little bit. Or in the case of playing guitar, if you don't want to try a bunch of different genres, you really like the one that you're doing, you're not really interested in playing anything different as far as style goes, uh, what you can do then is go deeper. Go deeper into what it is you do. If it's guitar, well then maybe learn how to set up your guitar, maybe build a guitar, or if it's, you just want to play heavy metal or something, well, go back to the roots of metal and where this started and how uh, the sound developed. You know, Try different artists or try different scales, try different things that can bring in the sense of newness. Okay? So, happy new year, out with the old, in with the new. It's a new year, a new you, but you have to leave the old you behind, okay? Prepare the surface, get it ready to take on the new paint, the new way, the new attitude, and the new you. And we'll see you again with a new podcast here on Living the Inner Life.